0: The danger will test you. Who do we call? Uh, Lightspeed Kill
1: Hitler. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Behind the Paywall with Grav and Kennedy. We got a brand new series.
0: Yeah, we're watching Danger 5. Uh, I've been excited to get Grav to watch this one. I quite like this show. Um, it's not necessarily perfect, but I think it is very good and interesting. And uh, also, it definitely draws upon Sentai ideas a lot, directly and indirectly. And especially as we go, there's a few episodes in particular where you're going to be like, "Well, it's Power Rangers right now."
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I think even in even in this opening, there's a bit of a vibe. And so, yeah. Uh, I just thought this is a bit of an odd choice, so it makes sense for the Patreon. But also, I felt like it was appropriate to watch this show for the Sentai Truther Club and to examine it as the Sentai Truther Club. Also, like, cause I've I've watched this show a few times, but I've never thought about, you know, how do the Sentai aspects uh, stack up? Very, you know, <laughs> like yeah, 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 things of that nature. Um. And especially, I'll say one more thing, which is that after we watched Battle Fever J for this podcast, I felt like we had to watch this show because I am convinced that the creators of Danger 5 had seen Battle Fever J before making Danger 5.
1: Thousand percent. Yeah, there's no doubt in my mind about that. That's that's a given. Yeah, honestly, I just don't understand why you didn't think to also include Netscape. Or would have that been too much of a dead giveaway if we included de- Netscape on this one?
0: <laughs> uh, I mean, I- I'm still down to, like, uh, get some guests for some of these episodes or something. I've Netscape already messaged Netscape
1: one. saying, I found the perfect show for us to collab on. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, we should bring them on for... um. Episode four. Episode four is fucking amazing.
1: Hell yeah. Let's go.
0: (sighs) We could have a guest on the Patreon. Why not?
1: Yeah. Nothing
0: wrong with that. People love
1: being a guest on the Patreon. Yeah. You get to say shit you normally wouldn't say. Oh, man. I, for one, uh, within like the first two minutes, I was like, yeah, this is sick. Uh, I did catch I skimmed through a little bit of it though cheatingly Um, just because I saw there was an episode zero but I only ever heard of it being a five episode series so then I was like oh this might be like a like a pilot of some sort
0: yeah let's just go ahead and address that now because episode zero is basically like the pilot and it's filler. It overexplains how the team comes together and stuff like that, but without really doing it in a satisfying way. It's not like you get like a cool, oh shit, the team came together. It's just like this is a little too much. It's just a little too awkward. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so uh, they didn't air it with the show originally, um, uh, and uh, I I think we should probably skip it. Or we can watch it at the end of the season just for the sake of completionism if it interests you. But it's not that good.
1: We could do it in a season review. Yeah, because you're saying it's filler. It doesn't make sense to do a completely like individual episode.
0: It really there. There's not enough content in it to really do a whole episode about it.
1: Yeah. Plus, you know us. We'll be like, oh, with the episode zero, this is the score. Without yep. it, it's this. Um
0: I don't think it necessarily lowers the score by much if anything but it's just like eh. <laughs> <laughs> whereas like the rest of the episodes are all pretty strong.
1: Yeah, I do like there is a bit of charm to emulating the 1970s. You know, um with like either overdubbed lines or <laughs> Just the cheesy acting, the, uh... It it was, like, still in 480p. Uh... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know, there's something to that. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, And, you know, we'll get into, like, the plot and stuff. But it was nice to finally watch a spy-esque show and like it.
0: Yeah, um... So just to, for all you listeners who have no idea what Danger 5 really is yet, basically the concept of Danger 5, at least Season 1, when we get to Season 2, things are going to change a bit, but we'll wait till we get there. Um, Season 1 is uh, basically, it is an alternate history where World War II happens in the 60s, and everything is 60s spy thriller, but a lot of... Like, some things have somewhat updated and other things haven't. Like, the uh, Americans and the Russians are working together because there's an American and a Russian on the Danger 5 team. But also, there is a little bit of Cold War shit going on. And uh, so it's like a very interesting, bizarro concept. But also, this this is like the swinging 60s of a Sean Connery Bond film. This is not, like, you know, real life <laughs> in any way <laughs> at all.
1: Was the swinging 60s about swinging as a relationship type? Or just the music?
0: I think it's the music, but also, I don't know, those those people was freaks.
1: Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah i mean i gotta say i'm glad you introduced me to this (laughs) i had a lot of feel that way hell yeah (laughs) (laughs) i think even if it ended up like by the end if it ended up being bad i think the first two minutes alone were kind of worth the watch to stay for the whole thing yeah Yeah. this was only 20 minutes
0: yeah it's a nice concise show uh, a lot. This feels in. like
1: Eric Andre show. Yeah, I'm sorry. It, I didn't know that this was 20 minutes long. Like I was like, I think this is 20 minutes, but it sure as hell don't feel like it. So like I had fun. So okay. I'm not saying in. I didn't like it. I'm not saying I didn't like it. I'm just saying it's very fever dreamy. Like Eric Andre show is. Yeah. Yeah. And I think so, that's the charm.
0: That's part of the charm. There's definitely danger five. Uh, loves to like escalate things without warning. Like, you'll cut away from a character and then you cut back to that character, and like, shit has gotten way crazier during the cutaway. There's no explanation.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> That's like a very common, just kind of thing that you have to roll with while you're watching this show. <laughs> yeah. Very fever dreamy.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: which makes sense again, because it's this total bizarro alternate history world where you know world war ii is happening but it's the 60s and everybody's taking drugs and getting drunk at 9 a.m and having sex at 11 (laughs) (laughs) killing hitler at 8 p.m that evening (laughs) (laughs) gangster shit yeah um so basically the episode opens with uh these uh, Nazi zeppelins. And by the way, you always know when something belongs to the Nazis in this show because there's just swastikas all over it.
1: Not always, but there's one specific moment. There's, there's a lot of moments
0: over the course of the show. <laughs> <laughs> there, um,
1: there is like there's one scene in particular where there wasn't like the the sash on a bunch of like people who are Nazis uh, in the show. Um And it's at a very crucial scene, and I was like, huh, I wonder if they are going to do this, and they do it, and I'm like, yeah, let's go.
0: (laughs) Yeah, this show knows what's up. It's really kind of ahead of its time, in a way, because, like, someone should be making this right now.
1: Yes, (laughs) it's actually awesome in the year 2022. (laughs) Turns out the major historical event that's going on right now is kind of based, maybe? Gotta see what happens from it. But currently, as we know it, pretty based.
0: So, uh, these Nazi Zeppelins show up in France and they steal the Eiffel Tower. This causes the people of France to be so distraught that some of them just start killing themselves in response and things of that nature. Uh, and, uh, uh, This uh, leads to us coming to the headquarters of Danger 5, the team that will soon be investigating this. But they're not investigating right when we get there. They're just chilling. (laughs) When we get to the hideout, they're just vibing. Straight vibes. Pierre's mixing drinks and telling weird stories. Um, And uh, uh, Claire... So basically I'll I'll briefly run down the team. You've got Pierre, who's of uh, questionable nationality.
1: I was gonna say be, he, he might Spaniard? be Italian. I thought he was a Spaniard.
0: But at this point, all we know is that everywhere he goes, he has a different name. <laughs> 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 um so uh, we got Pierre, we've got uh, Ilsa, who Cossack. is the Russian agent. Uh, we've got Jackson, the American, Tucker, the uh, Australian, and Claire, the British agent. And that is our team, Danger 5.
1: We've got Kenya. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we've got Battle Kenya, that's right, yeah. We've got Battle Australia. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they needed that, honestly. If this sh- literally, what would have made this episode a ten is if they would have broke out into like a- an intro where they groove. Trust literally, me, when I would have, I would have given this a ten outright.
0: Trust me when I say you will not be disappointed as the season goes. With let's the go, that
1: let's go. I'm excited. Um uh, God, you know, like, if there was anything I liked about Battle Fever J, it had to have been the morphing sequences. Like that and them grooving. Yeah, Where and they, then, like, they do the, know, the whole dance. Be... Kenya! You just, know, and all that it, shit? The,
0: the, the spy montages. Not, like, the dialogue and shit like that, but just the spy montage shit. Yeah. It, that's why... It's that stuff in particular that makes me think, the, the people who made this show had to have seen Battle Fever J, it's it's, it's,
1: it's a parody of Battle Fever J. <laughs> like, it's directly a, a parody, just without the outright toku shit.
0: Yeah, and without the outright anti-communism.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's a little bit here.
0: It's more... In this episode, it's harder to read, but, like, as it goes, and I would say especially in season two, where they, for reasons that I'll not divulge too much of they play up some of that joke in particular they're doing it in this intentional way where it's like people are freaked out about the communists when they should actually be caring about these fascists that are actively infiltrating their shit and like it's it couldn't be a more apt metaphor for
1: our times let's go
0: the danger 5 team is vibing but then the colonel comes in He's got a mission for everyone. The Nazis are stealing monuments. Oh, wait, before we jump past the vibing, though, one of the very best bits in the whole episode, Jackson shoots a cigarette at Claire, and it ends up in her mouth. (laughs) (laughs) He says, chill out, Claire. Oh,
1: my God. (laughs) So, like, I I just want to (laughs) say... <laughs> uh, this, this is what I went this shit. is what I went. Why don't we have netscape for this? <laughs> we were- fu- I, we were all fucking dying. Uh the way this is presented is very hilarious because of the way it like does the cutaways, I think. It happens later on with the Nazis where they they do like a misogyny, but it's like very malicious. You know,
0: one thing that you will quickly learn about Danger 5 is that uh, when someone does like a a bad misogyny or a sexual harassment, they're going to die. Yeah. (laughs) Like that's what the show is telling you right now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The colonel explains that, you know, the Nazis are stealing world monuments. Uh, This is, of course, a, a major problem because uh, you know no one wants to live in a world without monuments <laughs> um, and uh, the danger five team has got to get to work so they head to france
1: nazi-controlled fans
0: right yeah nazi-occupied france uh, and they meet up with some resistance fighters and uh, pierre who is known as marcel to these folks has some past relationships with this group, which allows them to get in quickly. But also, he has an ex-lover here, Celeste, who thought him dead for maybe like a year or more?
1: I think it was two years.
0: Yeah, two years? That's a long time. That's a long time to think someone dead.
1: Yeah, because you kind of already got over the grief period, right? Like, at this point, you're like, it's a memory in the past. I don't think about it every day. But uh, then you just see them walking around. That's kind of freaky.
0: That's kind of freaky, yeah. So she's upset at first. Then they start making out. Yeah. Um, The leader of the resistance explains to the rest of the Danger 5 team that he suspects that he has an insider in his group that's been betraying their missions because several of them have gone wrong recently. And then, as if on cue, the Nazis show up. (laughs) And they say, "Hey, this is a resistance hideout. Uh, We're taking everyone prisoner, or shooting you. That's what's going down. And especially, they want the women.
1: Yeah, women go into detention.
0: Yeah, for for reasons men get shot. For reasons we don't yet know. Yeah. Um. So they cart off the women, and then uh, the the rest of the team is there." And uh, they talk the Nazis into letting them have one last drink before they shoot them. And then that leads to this whole ruse where they're going to give them the combination of this safe that has treasure in it in exchange for the drink. But then when they open the safe, Pierre's inside somehow and shoots the guy. This is like that time that Carlos just broke through space and time and Power Rangers (laughs) just appeared where he needed to be at the right time. Yeah. Pierre can just do that shit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you forgot about me?
0: Bam. Uh, That leads to a fight. Um, They manage to beat the Nazis, but the leader of the resistance dies, and on his dying breath, he tells Pierre the recipe to make an alcoholic drink, a theme that you will see reoccur over and over again throughout the course of this show.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he was the Six Ranger, too.
0: <clears throat> Danger
1: yeah. 5, Battle for the Grid. <laughs>
0: Let's get Pierre in Battle for the Grid, for sure. <laughs> The team heads off to try to, like, uh, figure out where all the women were taken that were captured. Uh, They've been taken to this, like, extraordinarily over-the-top torture dungeon where these absolutely goonish dudes are just, like, whipping
1: women and stuff. It just seemed like a BDSM (laughs) dungeon. Because, like, they were, what was it? They were whipping uh, Sasha? Ilsa. Ilsa they were whipping Ilsa and like Ilsa had like very light marks cuz like they made it seem like it was going to be bad but actually it was just like very light against her <laughs> <laughs> and then she was like this is nothing compared to Serbia and I'm like ah anti communism
0: <laughs> yeah but
1: you know what strangely enough that isn't as bad as what we get today we're in squid game you have the North Korean uh, defect going about how her town had a plague and all this other bullshit for like two minutes because, you know, got to squeeze that in. Yeah.
0: Yeah, total bullshit. Uh, No, there's nothing. There's nothing like that. Ilsa is a a proud Soviet.
1: Let's go. That's (laughs) what I figured because like right after that and also the rest of the episode isn't anti-communist really. Um, but like after that, it was kind of just like, I think she meant it as in like, she's endured hard, like it's more of a pride thing, right? That they've endured hardships to get where they are today as a world power.
0: Yeah, I, a lot of her lines are kind of like that.
1: Yeah, that's the vibe that I got versus like being like, I have disdain for my motherland.
0: No, it's not, It's definitely. You always expect that maybe she's gonna do the like, oh, I want to defect thing or something like that. There's really nothing like that, uh, except for like a little bit in season two where it makes a lot more sense than it ever would here. There's like a bit of a. You'll see when you get there. Season two insane. Okay, so it's okay. It, You just got to accept that up front, but season two also has amazing, like, as I've said before, amazing, uh, red scare commentary in it. So it's all good. (laughs) Let's go. Um, but, uh, yeah, like, it's never like a thing where she's like, oh, I hate Russia. I actually want to defect. Like you would often see in like a trope of this character. It's just, like, sometimes she'll just kind of, like, refer to, like, some hardships in, that she experienced in Russia. But it doesn't always seem, like, you know, again, like, oh, well, that means it's all bad. It's just, like, she's just a very hardened person. Yeah. <laughs> Elsa's one of the better characters, honestly. But we'll get to that at the very
1: end, <laughs> more so. If it's the setting.
0: Yeah. It works. Um. So... Mm-hmm. Ilsa escapes her bonds, but she won't free Claire because, uh, Hitler kind of made a pass at Claire and it upsets Ilsa. Uh...
1: I mean, considering that Ilsa, like, was, like, showing, like, had her bra out in the open and everything, and then the, what it, like, and then Hitler goes and says, ah, "He's her, like, her yeah, instead. No, no one else compares
0: to this one. You're like, What?
1: Excuse me?
0: So Ilsa won't free Claire and is like, yeah, you just wait here for Hitler and stay pretty. I'm going to go get information. <laughs> Takes she off, like
1: goes up to her, roughs her up a little bit. Throws some hay in her face. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ilsa roams off. And at first she's just kind of ranting and raving, but then she n- finds like a- 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 some actual information in the room. Oh, and also... uh. Another running theme is like, as soon as Ilsa enters a room that has like a drink tray to like serve drinks on it, she just like pours herself a drink. All of the team is always doing shit like this. and, and also- it's not just
1: like a quick five second thing. It's like a no, like she's actually just doing the act of pouring the alcohol, and you're just watching her in real time' <laughs> <laughs> it's the 16th. an interesting choice.
0: it's the 60s baby (laughs) also it's funny that you know there just are like little drink stations everywhere (laughs) things like that again very like old school weird bad james bond era stuff like think like moonraker yeah uh or like a movie like that where it's just like the 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 movies that were so zany that they would inspire, like the Austin Powers films and shit like that, because it was just like James Bond was becoming a parody of itself. Yeah, that kind of shit. Where it's just yeah, like yeah. Yep, there's always an, there's always a cocktail bar. There's always a beautiful woman. <laughs> you know, there's always a
1: cigarette to smoke.
0: There's always a cigarette to smoke. <laughs> um. So Ilsa discovers that. The Nazis are stealing all these world monuments to make a giant Hitler out of all of the world's monuments.
1: Just to try to impress him.
0: Yeah. For his birthday. This is uh this is actually Joseph Goebbels' plan. Um and also I meant to mention this in the intro but like these like famous Nazi like Leaders that weren't like Hitler but were like important get introduced as like these Power Rangers villain of the week to be killed every episode. Let's go. (laughs) This is so based. What a funny fucking concept. Let's go. (sighs) So based. So, uh,
1: what an appropriate time to watch this show.
0: I swear, like I said, the show should be being made today. It was ahead of its time. Yeah. Um. There's also some respects in which it's behind its times, but you know we'll forgive some of those maybe. Uh, in particular, there's one episode that when we get there, we'll have a. It we'll just goes talk too far. It. it goes a little too hard with the woke racism.
1: Okay, because episode it- zero was kind of like I was like, man, no wonder this is episode zero, and not episode one. <laughs>
0: No, that one is not actually. That one's, that
1: one's yeah. Not go really on, what Kennedy. It like in the in the, it's <laughs> not what it looks like. Uh huh. It is. I you would just say, accidentally put that makeup on.
0: I would say it is like it. They're supposed <laughs> to be encrusted with black diamonds, and it's this whole plot. And it's like a, it's something that you wouldn't probably do if you were thinking clearly. But it was like they were in 2012 brain. I don't know.
1: Oh, that was like MinstrelSing on YouTube, right? Yeah. Oh, man. That was, uh, what's his name? The, uh... Hey, babe, what's that guy that got canceled multiple times? And then the last time he got canceled, you were like, oh, man, that's it? It's over. Do you remember that YouTuber?
0: Which one? There's a bunch of them that have been canceled. But for doing blackface specifically?
1: No, for MinstrelSing. And, uh, for having sex with their cat, potentially?
0: Oh, uh... And dog. Talking about, uh... I don't know who you should leave this. Sorry, I'm trying to dredge this out of my memory. He did the conspiracy shit. Let's just let this lie. Listen, we'll watch episode zero at some point. You can tell me what you think. I think it's kind of cringe, but also, like, they aren't trying to do a racism. <laughs> but also, someone should have thought about how that was going to look.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no one in cinematography was going to look at that and go, hmm, hmm. This doesn't look like anything. That's getting ahead of ourselves.
0: Also, this show's made by Australians, so,
1: you know. Oh yeah. <laughs> Apparently being called like Chinese is a slur <laughs> in Australia. Yeah, like sci- like xenophobia is very rampant in Australia. Dang. Yeah, it's fucked up. So where are we in the plot?
0: <laughs> <laughs> um So the rest of the team shows up to rescue Claire and Elsa. Uh, they use a a robot dog to help them get in. That apparently looks like Hitler's dog. <laughs> um,
1: Hitler's dog is his own character. Who speaks? Well,
0: it's a robot, but
1: yeah. Hitler's dog wasn't a robot. The girlfriend was the robot, right? The no, girlfriend the, dog.
0: The, the the bot was pretending to be Hitler's dog. That was the whole thing. It was, the dog was like,
1: "Oh, like, I thought they oh, just made a talking dog. They did that with the commander for the special operations team."
0: No, that one's a robot. That's a robot too. No, the commander's not. That's command. That's Colonel Chessbridge. No, uh, that's the, an
1: eagle. Yeah, I thought that was just a regular talking dog. No, the
0: talking dog's a robot. <laughs> Like it's just show happens at a pace, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Why was that?
1: Not all anthropomorphic uh, actors on screen are real. <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's just supposed to be kind of like, uh,
0: you know, a thing where they just always have another appropriate gadget to pull out, which is, of course, a common theme of, like, 60s, Spy shows, also like '60s action shows. The old Batman, famously, you know, there was a lot of that kind of. We got a, we've got a bat shoe, just f- the right size for your foot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just that kind of stuff. So, uh, they get in, but um, although Ilsa had escaped on her own. And they find her, Claire, has been taken with the rest of the captured women. And being lo- they're being loaded in a truck to be taken away. They're all supposed to dance at Hitler's birthday party. The Nazis are obsessed with the irony of this. Having resistance fighters dance for Hitler. By the way, that's the name of the episode, I Danced for Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh. uh there's, there's like a a car chase scene, this is a moment when you start to realize, hmm, this is a sentai maybe. Uh, because they swap back and forth between scenes of people in vehicles and miniatures. <laughs> 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 uh, and the miniature work is well done. Yeah. Something I always appreciate about this show. Yeah. Like Pretty solid. For sure. So, uh, they'll swap between, like, you know the interior of this truck and then the exterior of the truck driving down the road and then they blow up a bridge using miniatures and they also they blow up the base because when the team leaves to go on the chase they leave behind the robot dog to blow up the base. That was the uh, Azov
1: Battalion base today. Yeah. I was like, "Man,
0: they ultimately uh, they don't catch up in time um and uh they get stuck when the bridge gets blown up at this point the team disagrees a little bit about what to do because ilsa tells the rest of them what's going on with the monument theft and jackson's like i have to go protect the statue of liberty i'm an american
1: uh no he was like who cares about our women if they're gonna take lady liberty <laughs>
0: I'm not going to go around chasing tail. I'm not going to go running around France chasing tail when Lady Liberty herself is at stake. <laughs>
1: That's yeah. <the> it's <laughs> an amazing line.
0: Uh, this leads the team to disagree a little bit about what to do, but ultimately Jackson ends up going off on his own on the uh, Rescue the Statue of Liberty, maybe, mission. Um,
1: Somehow gets to New York City the same day. In, like, 20 minutes.
0: We don't see it in this episode, but you'll soon discover that Danger 5 has a seemingly unlimited supply of high-speed private jets. Yeah. <laughs> because We see them very soon, and they destroy many of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, Jackson gets to New York City a few hours later. But in the meantime, the rest of the team heads off to Hitler's birthday party and uh, just immediately insert themselves as the new uh, dance director and his
1: crew. The dance director shoots himself, and then they immediately pop up in the exact same outfit.
0: Yeah, literally, (laughs) Goebbels goes, get me a new technical director, and Tucker just walks in. (laughs) It's a great bit. So they take over the dance Routine and they're planning to uh, take some guns and blow everybody up during the dance routine, kill all these Nazi top officials, etc. And uh, in the meantime, Jackson gets to New York. Uh, he's with some soldiers there, some U.S. military soldiers. They some Zeppelins come in, they blow up one, but then. This other Zeppelin starts gassing, I guess, all of New York City. I don't really
1: know. <laughs> I thought they were just gassing uh, Ellis Island. Maybe. And uh, also, uh, the soldier that was there it was like, oh, man, you smoked that cigarette that's menthol, coats your entire throat so you couldn't get gassed? I wish I did. Oh. <laughs> It dies. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing.
0: Uh, and Jackson's just like, "Yeah, like of course I did, you idiot." <laughs>
1: <laughs> Why would you not mass produce those cigarettes? They must be costly. Yeah, or it's like military grade shit, you know.
0: But they—they're they're all in the military.
1: Oh yeah, spec op, CIA shit then. <laughs> So uh, we
0: don't find out exactly what happens to Jackson then, but uh, we'll find out later. In the meantime, we get back to uh, Hitler's birthday party, and uh, Danger Five are working to plan how to kill Hitler and everybody else. And they think that their plan is about to be foiled when Joseph Goebbels demands that they open their crates and show them the costumes for the dance performance. and. As far as they know, these crates are full of weapons. So, uh, there's a quick scene where all of the Danger 5 team produce a weapon behind their back of, like, increasing severity up to Claire, who has a grenade, which seems a little bit extreme for the situation. Uh, and, uh, but then Pierre just has a bag of snack chips, of course, because his style. Um, and, uh, in the end, though, they don't end up having to fight because when Joseph Goebbels opens the crate, there's just swan costumes inside. Uh-oh, where are the weapons? Something has gone wrong. So, uh... The team start kind of splitting up to try to figure out where the weapons are. Claire and Elsa find this room uh, where they, uh kill a couple of Nazi soldiers in a very satisfying manner. And then, uh, you know, they're looking for information, and the rest of the team starts to kind of move in that direction. Um, And then there's a showdown as Celeste reveals that she's the one who's been betraying the Resistance fighters. And it's because of you, Pierre! It's because you lied about being dead! It's all your fault! Uh, And... uh,
1: She died a fascist. Yeah. She left the left.
0: This is why I left the left, Pierre.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And she even gave a Heil Hitler at the end and died. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's, yeah, like legitimately in those two years since his death, she left the left and became a Nazi.
0: Yeah. Good stuff. Celeste ends up getting shot by Pierre, who, you know, maybe he had feelings for her once, but she's a fascist now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's there's over. a lot of that kind of stuff in this show, actually. Damn. Um.
1: It's it's a lot of like, damn, they were so hot. Too bad they were fascist. <laughs> Dead.
0: Um so uh Claire gets pulled away by Goebbels, who uh Hitler you know wants to uh take Claire for a private a private birthday something something in his room because he thinks she's the sweetest of all uh and Goebbels is upset by this, of course, because Hitler is leaving before the final act, the big dance routine that he worked so hard on. Uh, And there were a few other acts for Hitler's birthday before that which are all hilarious in their own way. There's a dog that just barks and the subtitle says Germany and everyone gets really excited.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Like,
0: just dumb shit. I love how they just they really do a good job in this show of just making the Nazis seem like stupid degenerates. So much. They were. Yeah, and they still are to this day. Yeah. Um so uh uh Hitler takes off. Also, before he takes right before he takes off though, we see They did it. They turned all the monuments into a giant Hitler. And uh, what's doing the Sig Heil salute? It's the Statue of Liberty itself. And who's in the Statue of Liberty? It's Jackson. And he starts heading towards the party. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) So uh, Claire gets invited to Hitler's room. And uh, he's like kind of there waiting for her. And then we cut away from that. Um, the rest of Danger 5 besides Jackson and Claire put on their dance performance by which I mean they very briefly pretend that there's a dance performance that that, that might be about to start and then they just all shoot everybody
1: (laughs) yeah so this was a moment where like nobody in the room was or there maybe have been a couple of people who were wearing the sash but not everybody yeah these are like
0: People just in like evening gowns and like suits and tuxedos and just like relatively formal wear. You know, they're just here for Hitler's birthday party, and they're not—they're not all wearing swastikas.
1: Yeah, and they got shot down indiscriminately. Yeah, because they're—they're fascists. Yep.
0: Yeah. Based. <laughs> they just mow them all down.
1: Yeah. They really do. It, it yeah. was like a inglorious bastard style.
0: Yeah. So they mow down all the Nazis. um, Except Joseph Goebbels, who's the last one, but before they can shoot him, Hitler shoots him, because Hitler's just a sneaky snake like that. He might just betray you. Again, based, like, the f- being a fascist, there's no loyalty amongst fascists.
1: None. None. There's so much paranoia that happens, and it's kind of crazy. It's like, it's extreme paranoia. Because immediately they, like, commit suicide when they do something wrong. Yeah. And then Hitler just automatically betrays Goebbels after, like, letting a resistance woman go into his bedroom, which fair. But also, like, there was, like, the other guys that were actively trying to kill him. And he just ignored them for go for to just kill Goebbels. Mm hmm. It's like a mutually assured destruction type deal.
0: No loyalty amongst
1: fascists. None. Crazy And like you'll see random civilians that'll do something fucking awful or some shit and just immediately take the gun out and kill themselves. (laughs) 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 It's like, damn, do you really have that much like ideology brain to like do that? And apparently so. Yeah.
0: There's a lot of pure ideology in this show.
1: Yeah. Um, It's funny because I was like, man, that's kind of like Japan with like, you know, the whole shame system and all that other stuff. Uh, And then I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. Japan's." Yeah, we'll
0: we'll get to Japan in a couple of episodes.
1: Are they going to have one
0: of the most problematic episodes, but it's also really good.
1: Got you. (laughs) is it better than kobe i don't know zero one probably probably the gym teacher probably oh no
0: (laughs) (laughs) you'll see why i'm like that episode in particular is gonna be slightly rough but also there's some really based parts of it yeah so uh before hitler though shows up to kill goebbels the whole reason that he shows up on the scene anyways, because things go wrong right away with Hitler and Claire. There's a rapid escalation where we cut back to them, and they're having, like, a sword fight. (laughs) And Claire's trying to kill Hitler. Hitler's got, like, this big medieval shield that he's protecting himself with. Um, And then Jackson has wandered into the area, and he busts into the room thinking, Ah, I see Hitler in there, Uh, and fucks it up for Claire. Uh and, and then immediately just showing that this team is, you know, generally kind of dysfunctional. Instead of chasing Hitler, Jackson and Claire start fighting, and Claire just like starts strangling him.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but like that's what separates it from like an actual like 1970s show. Like it would have just been played with a oh shucks, you know, type of vibe. Yeah, If it was a 1970 show, like an actual 1970 show. But in this one, it's like, hey, yo, you really fucked it up, you know? Yeah, it's a different vibe.
0: So Hitler heads back to the party. All of Danger 5 ends up meeting him there in the end. They try to shoot him, but he breaks out of the window, jumps out, and gets away. Uh, and uh, they the team just all starts fighting over who's responsible, blah, blah. Uh then uh they all get in the Statue of Liberty, they fly off in the Statue of Liberty, and they blow up the other monuments which are no longer needed. <laughs> <laughs> and uh that's pretty much the end of the
1: episode. The only one that matters is Lady Liberty. <laughs> it was definitely like a C Lab 2035 type ending. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, very C Lab. Um, And they just kind of joke around at the end, and that's it. And then there's a product placement for a fictional product, another reoccurring theme that we'll see a lot of. Nice. That's it. That's the first episode of Danger 5. All right. Before we rate it all the way, I want to ask you, how do you feel this... Worked as a sentai, like, did you see some sentai elements here that you thought that like shone through in particular, or just did anything about that speak to you? I'm curious.
1: If I hadn't watched Battle Fever J, I wouldn't put it anywhere. I wouldn't, I would just say, Oh, it's a spot, it's a funny spy show. I wouldn't say it's a toku just because, like, it really needed that sentai intro of the Rangers, you know. And it didn't really have that IMO. Like, this one starts kind of like how every D&D campaign starts, which is at the bar with a bunch of people drinking and meeting each other. Yeah. Like, that's what it felt more like than, uh, not say that it had D&D campaign vibes, but just to say, like, you know, that's more casual, laid back, versus the Rangers being more of like a, I'm Ranger Red! You know, or some shit. Yeah. I will but say, I'm I, sure the I, later episodes will change my mind.
0: I wanted to ask you this now and at the end. I was just about to say. <laughs> uh,
1: if I wanted to watch the whole thing?
0: No, no, no. I wanted to ask you now and at the end how you feel about it as a Sentai. Gotcha. And how you felt the Sentai elements work. Because, like, I also feel like there's definitely a slow roll into those elements, especially here in the intro, but.
1: I mean, me calling Pierre. Was it Pierre? Not Pierre. The the other guy. the 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 guy in the white suit or whatever that showed up at the end for the advertisement. Oh yeah. I was like, that's the Sixth Ranger.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you'll you'll see some things like that for sure. Yeah. Um, And even in the very next episode, like, there's gonna be some nods that get a little. It gets just kind of gets a little stronger as it goes. I'll just say that much.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. In that regard. Hell yeah, I'm ready for it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I definitely want to keep watching. Uh, I'll just rate it here. We don't have to make it like a all right rate yep. and review type deal. <laughs> uh, it's uh, I think this episode was a solid eight. Uh, it's kind of like what if like Netscape made a spy television show? <laughs> uh, honestly, like I said, there was a couple of moments here where I was just like, nah. Like I really, my eyes kind of glazed over a couple times, but uh, most of the episode banged and it banged pretty well. And uh, man, feels good to kill Nazis. I, you know, it's funny because uh, the I just put a tweet out and I was like, I don't want to get banned today, <laughs> but I basically was like, I support Nazis committing ro- or I support Nazis commit rope, some shit like that. Um. And uh, I was watching this today, and I was like, it is morally justified. (laughs) 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 Like, absolutely. You know? Especially when it's, like, even in portrayed Here, they're, like, truly pieces of shit. Like, all the Nazis are are consistently pieces of shit in this one. There's no, like, sympathy for a Nazi a la, like, Man in the High Castle.
0: No, we didn't address a lot of it, but, like, there's... There's none of that, um, and I'll just go ahead and spoil the season slightly and say like there's there's no like noble defect from the Nazis coming. There's nothing like that. Nah, nah. these people suck. And we didn't draw attention to like every single moment that the Nazis were being bastards in this recap, but yeah, they're they're always being
1: every just, single like, scene there close
0: rude, degenerate shitheads at every possible moment, just to remind you that, like, yeah, these people need to die, and then they die.
1: Yeah, they act more like, uh, well, they act more like the real-life brown shirts, which are, <laughs> are Nazis. <laughs> uh, you know, just general like, thugs. With, like, clubs and shit. Instead of, except instead of clubs, it's guns. <laughs> Right. There's just immediate like do what I say or you're dead. And it's always some bullshit. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely based show so far. Uh, I dig I, I dig it a lot. Uh, it, it's it's for a certain type of person. It's not <laughs> something that you can like necessarily show to everyone, everyone, but it you is definitely like though. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's one of those shows that it's just like it's it's cut in a specific way to where the woke racism is also light feeling, you know? Yeah. Because the cutaways are so fast and the jokes, the absurdity of the moments, right? Like you'll have like a a robot eagle man telling a woman to shut up but you're still getting over the absurdity of a robot eagle man just existing in the same space and that's like happening in the first two minutes of the show and you're just going what the fuck is going on and immediately after that happens the scene cuts away to something completely different so you don't even have to be like oh that shit drug on for too long and was a damper on my mood
0: yeah, I agree. Um, I th- I'm, I'm glad you said eight, because I was also thinking this episode is probably an eight out of ten for me. Uh, and so I'm glad we agreed on that. I think, like you said, there are some moments when it's little, little, like, just foot dragging. And I think this has to do, with, especially with it being, like, technically this isn't the pilot, but it's still the first episode, and it still has some, like, first episode problems.
1: Not gonna lie, I don't think that I really didn't think that the foot dragging stuff was even necessary. Like I talk about the real time, like drinking, like pouring yourself a shot and drinking, but like that stuff's fine. That's like we, watch, we watched we <laughs> watch Santo the Silver Mask and was fucking watching them watch a, a festival or not a festival, a performance going on in a theater, you know, yeah. where they're where they're at a sit down restaurant area and i was like oh this shit's actually kino like trust me it's <laughs> actually kind like, of a fun
0: scene <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> like, this it. is actually yeah. amazing don't yeah, get me there's, wrong
0: there's a lot of stuff like that here where a lot of a lot of the stuff is actually like fun or interesting but there's some foot dragging especially around like right after the first couple of minutes but like in the first third there's this there's kind of like yeah
1: a, where they're kind of like okay this character needs to go here this character needs to go here like. Trying to to maneuver and transport the character scene to scene, I felt, was where, like, the foot dragging was taking place.
0: Yeah, and also, like, the characters need to explain themselves a little too much because we don't really know them yet. And that kind of makes sense, but also maybe some of it was done a little bit poorly.
1: Oh, yeah, no, this was definitely like, oh, I'm barging in. My bad. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> As the viewer, you know? Yeah. So it's like you're at the job and you're just watching like this group of people have fun and you're like look at them.
0: <laughs> look at those guys. <laughs> they're crazy. They're they seem crazy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Why the fuck is there a giant robot Eagle Man?
0: Um Yeah, it's uh it's good times. It's a good show. Uh and uh, we'll watch the rest of it. Every episode has a lot to unpack, for the most part. So we're just going to keep doing it episode by episode like this. We'll probably be- bring a guest on. And then we might also... Probably take- going to be Netscape. We might also take something from this to the main show.
1: Like, we oh. might
0: do, like, a little taste for everybody else.
1: So. Yeah. When yeah. we come out with a... a when I, When I think we come out with a real Danger 5 banger we'll release it to the public how about that
0: yeah or i was also thinking we might like pick a best episode while we're doing this and then record uh something with a guest for the the main line
1: oh okay that'd be interesting yeah and be like
0: hey we watch this show for the patreon blah blah
1: but we thought you'd enjoy this yeah hell yeah. yeah let's do it yeah all right well we'll see you guys next time behind the paywall